do. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty, this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) Beep, you're listening to Radio 11 Archive, captured Monday, June 7th and 2200 hours. This is the voice of AquaQ. And forwards until cereal comes out of your nose, alphabet style. Now this. Gazink, your agent is loaded. It's especially fair and damp today. Just slide it on for a trial. We'll ultra shock it off later. Well, we'll try. The last time they side loaded an agent on me was two weeks ago, and it's still sticky around the ankles. Toes are a bit doughy too. It was also well known that the staff had been messing with the programs. Hot was cold, up was sideways. It was a right bollocks. The intention was unclear, but the effect was Lord of the Rings meets Pee Wee Herman in a nightclub disco deck with boots, a dinner dress, and a quart of petrol to last the night. You had to stay busy or the body program kicked in and started rewriting everything. It was 5am and Peru was rising. A tone chimed. It was Tuesday morning in the West Bank and the street merchants were setting up for the bazaar. Hakmek put up his wares and wandered across the street to the newsstand. Not gonna buy today's paper. Jellish, it's filled with lies and the ads are too expensive. Jason blinked. That was his name. Mr. H had begun calling him Jellish after a peanut butter mishap. Three years ago, everybody knew Creamy was bullshit. The paper was expensive to run since the owner lived well in his accounts. Securities I think he called it. The editor too lived strong with a mind to argue the cost of freedom. I guess it was 35 cents. And a hot chocolate at the corner cafe where they cased the town for stories. Hackmeck wandered over for a cup. The sign tilted just a bit as he walked into the sunny dungeon pies and other morsely treatable owls and amenables. He had 35 cents. He walked in, stippled lip from a slight shaving accident, and tossed his 35 cents into the tip jar. Careful with that, fella, he said. You could buy a paper with that. Frog, the editor just smiled as he usually does when he's being bullied or getting ready to trim his toenails. This time was both. Not in the coffee shop, man, don't forget what happens to dead cellular phones. They get recycled as little girls' tricycles. Well that's alright, hackmeck, ill buy one for your family next time you've got a date with Lillary. She wrote me the other day. Dear editor. She's always so formal. Yes, Lillary was a peach and liked getting into the vertical columns on the paper, sideways. Extra, extra. So the coffee tariffs are up again, eh, old man? Surprised to see you so spend thrift at the till. Oh, that's for the tables. It's a bizarre banquet from the street festival tonight. Lights action superstars. 
indeed, the narrative had been left justified for 75p in last week's paper by another secret admirer of the bazaar, they sent a basket of baskets filled with gaskets, that's got to be something clever. What's clever? Frog asked. Weird I was just thinking to myself, it must be the coffee. You didn't have any. Oh that must be why then too, much of a non-creamed thing. It's time to get over to Peru. Get me the phone. Send us a message at anchor fm slash aqua q labs and tell us what you want to hear. It's April 20th, 2020 and this is aqua q labs C3W. Chattering deep into the light bright webbings of patterned feet is this podcast brought to you on the anchor.fm platform from the labs of aqua q anchor.fm is available for ios and android brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty free music and sound effects that make you sound from the radiophonic workshop with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve available everywhere podcasts are free just do the queue The story of our energetic twisteries of will. Dot. Qsat. On a Thursday, no less, is more. Day became night as was the middle ground of the evening and carried on, as he was in normality, his brain jiggled just. Testing, testing, yeah I can hear myself. Sounds like it's working. Next up, we've got some news about John Boo. And this is a little over like four and a half minute video that was shared by More Perfect Union. You can follow them on Twitter at More Perfect US. And the uh, caption here is Jeff Bezos Boo says he's proud of working conditions at Amazon. Workers say they are surveilled, treated like robots, and forced to work in a grueling and unsafe environment. Now these warehouse workers in Alabama are organizing to demand change. This video came out on February 10th. If I had the opportunity to talk to Jeff Bezos face to face, I would really want to ask him, have he ever worked in a warehouse before? Have he sweated for 10 to 12 hours a day and not being able to go to the restroom when he needed to go? And the issue of, um, of working conditions I'm very proud of our working conditions. They got cameras, they watching us all the time. It's a lot of walking, it's a lot of fast pace, it's a lot of climbing upstairs. It's just a lot for the human body. It's tiring, it's consistent, it's, it's, it's fast speed, it's unsafe because you consistently working fast pace 10 hours, only, only two breaks. They're getting treated like robots and, and it's not fair because even robots break down sometimes. I have issues when ladies are talking about TOT time, uh, time off task, when they have to go use the restroom. When they saying that the restroom <laughs> could be on the other side of the building, that they have to take their walk so far and they're timing them. And when they run out of time, people are calling me emotionally like, Michael, I'm on last chance. They said it's extremely hot in there. They said they have had people to pass out because of the extreme hotness in there. Who get docked it? I get TOT time. 
for going to the bathroom. Who get doctored for going to get going to going to get water if you need water if you have to leave off your station? Come on now. Okay. So what's really happening? Uh, you pumped up, fluid? Okay. So you're pumped up. So go at it. All right. Uh, well, hello everybody. This is fluid uh, here on uh, Mutiny Radio. Uh, I'm Mutiny. We're just chilling. Um, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Wow. I was, I was expecting. See, I knew you. You bring the party. Yeah, I brought. I brought a little something special. All right, yeah, looking forward to that. So, the fluid, that's because that your rhymes are so fluid. I flow like water. Flow like water, that's, that's okay, so that's, that's where you came up with that, that name? There's no other fluid. I've, I, uh, actually, um, there are some, uh, I, I believe there are some other artists with fluid or fluid in their name. Um, hmm. I'm hoping to be the uh, dominant. Does that does that help if you use a name and you think others might have that name also? That's like uh, is that like how my friend's got a tattoo that says "Legend," just because it motivates him to be a legend. That that motivates you to kick more ass. Uh, yeah, you can say that. And I mean, you know, um, the thing about names is, I mean, you got so many different people in the world. I mean. Got a lot of like. Sometimes you don't come up with by the same name. Like for instance, uh, talk about uh, name Havoc. You got yeah. Havoc from Mob Deep, and you got Havoc from South Central Cartel. Call Havoc, but you got one's one's Havoc, one is Havoc the Rhyme says. So there's Havoc. Yeah. Okay. So you were raised on the old school hip hop. You call yourself a '70s baby, because you I, were. I, I do call myself a '70s baby. That's, that's why I was, I was listening to some some of your flows, and you, you seem to grow a lot. And you got that, uh, got kind of like that, that conscious yet uh, slash pimp feel. Uh-huh, yeah, got a little bit of a mixture. Try to bring something for everybody. What all that like? What inspired that to all come about where you're at now? Um, what inspired it was just, I mean, me studying the rap game. So, um, coming up, like I said, I'm, I was, I'm a 70s baby, late 70s. So I came up, I was fortunate enough to be able to witness, like, uh, you know, Sugar Hill. Yeah. Uh, Run DMC. Uh, you know, like the birth of, like, the West Coast stuff, you know, NWA. Um, old school too short. I mean, I'm talking like, um, you know, most of these youngsters probably know, you know, probably probably do too short, probably from Blow the Whistle On. I'm talking about before that. Ricky Tales, that type of stuff. Yeah, when it wasn't more of an anthem. Yeah. Because Blow the Whistle, I, you know, I like it, but it's not like, uh, you know, it's not my go-to. I feel like anthems are more, uh, you know, more just all right, all right. Yeah, I heard I heard that a lot. I mean, let me hear that anthem. Something I could just like, more like just vibe to. You know, those anthems are always good for uh, you know parties, celebrations. Yeah. Call like you know, it's like function music. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. Here in the club, and I mean, it's good music. I mean, keeps you moving. So he got hyphy. Hyphy. Yeah. yeah. I I got I got a 
little bit of that in my in my uh, I say mixed into what I do. I mean, I, it's definitely been an influence. I mean, listening to people like E Forty, uh, Keep the Sleep, I don't think anyone. Generation. We got uh, Damien Montez in the studio. Yeah, who grab uh, okay. the mic right there? We we talking about that. Uh, I'm not interrupting anything. This is uh, this is us. Except uh, this is us. Except you got except for you got a big show to go to. Yeah, in a little bit. It's uh bigger than the penis I sucked last night. Wow. All right. How you guys doing? Yeah, you uh. Yeah, man. I get to, so. That was that was quite an intro. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just uh, guess hard. His name was Fluid. I like fluids. Wait, 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 wait. Did did this? Were you guys? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say this is a. You know, man. Like you knew, you knew the rapper's name is Fluid right here, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was like. <laughs> that's how you got that. That's how you got that brace. Uh, a pretty wild night. You got that brace on your head there. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's actually a, a ski mask, but uh, it only has one hole. I, I I felt another sex joke coming on. All right, we got we got the comedian and and a rapper in the studio. Yeah, see, I know, man. What, what you know about the E40 and the Too Short there, Damien? Um, I, well, I was born in uh, Mexico, so I'm more knowledgeable about Vicente Hernandez or uh, okay. or the mother of Guadalupe. But when I moved here, I knew that I thought Mac Dre was uh, the mayor of the Bay Area when I first got here. I was like, oh, wow, we're very progressive. This guy's not even really wearing a suit. He's just dancing. But uh, turns out he's just a rapper, which was really cool to find out. That is, it, it's... It's funny that that's kind of realistic, ain't it, Fluid? Like, uh, the Mac Dre, a lot of people were talking about Mac Dre from Mayor. Uh, I mean, so he, he, he made a big mark on the Bay Area music scene, definitely. I mean, he, got a really, he got a really big impact. He had that one album where he had, like, a, like it looked like he was running for Mayor, right? The album cover, he, it looked like it was like he had, he had a suit on or, like, a tie on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did have, he did have, yeah, a couple album covers, I think. Right? Yeah, that was the first time I ever saw Mac Dre, and I was like, I'm going to vote for this guy. I like this guy. Yeah, I would vote for him, too. Yeah, i never seen a mayor with better, dreads, better, but. Better, with, better than Trump did. Oh, man. Not a, not a Trump fan there, Fluid, huh? Not a Trump fan. Not a Trump fan. Okay, we're getting to the streets right here, it sounds like. We, we, let's, you know, I, so, yeah, you know what I think right now? We could we could talk about uh, politi- politics are weird, uh, but I, I I feel like you coming. I, I dig this. You coming with that that streets that that hardcore politics? Where, where do you come with politics, Damien? I uh, come. Yeah, that's funny. Wherever I'm allowed to come, I'll definitely yeah. go there. But politics, man, people assume that I'm on the right side because they see my white skin, but. Completely opposite. I don't even know anybody. I haven't even voted since last year, and that's only because Kanye West was on the ballot. So, I mean, the only time that I really wanted to vote was when Obama was in uh, office, but I was literally like eight, so I couldn't vote. But I remember as, as like a God, child. Yeah, super wow. young. 
my teacher, she like stopped class and she rolled in the TV so we could watch Obama's inauguration. And that was really cool. Okay, you, you two would be very glad to hear this. There's an Obama Boulevard now in San Jose. Okay. I just, I mean, it, it, is, is that weird? I mean, I mean, I guess like he was historical, but I, I just thought it was random that it was San Jose. Mm. Is that is it weird that it's San Jose, or is it just cool that he's he's got both of I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't say weird. I mean, I don't know. It could be any city. Yeah. Plus, there are a lot of terrible streets out there. Oh, I don't think Obama's bad at all. Yeah, Obama's a better name. Yeah. I want to know where they put it now. It. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's an Adol Avenue somewhere out there. Adolf? Is that? <laughs> I'm sure there's like a, a, a Osama Boulevard somewhere out there. So I think Obama's pretty good. Well, my friend's got a street named after him. And, uh, my candlestick uh, was torn down. But his street's still there. He got stabbed to death over there. So they named a street after him. Hmm. Oh, wow. I mean, so they never forget who runs the street. He, he, whoever they were. Oh Damn. yeah, yeah. He run, he ran the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he like, uh, I guess his, it, it, I mean, his blood's in the streets. They say blood is family. Mm-hmm. So, so he's right there. Did he get stabbed just from random acts of violence, or was there well, like? Uh, a... Someone said that. Uh, wait, no. Okay, the other guy like, in his mirror. Mm-hmm. And so he walked out, like, hey, bro, what's up? Hit my mirror. And then next thing you know, they, they ran out with knives. Mm-hmm. And then he, he kind of uh, was like, oh, I'm going to take off a little bit. And then he got stabbed. Wow. Uh, it's road rage. Terrible. I mean, dang, they didn't even make it to the road. Um, That's why anytime you're about to get in a street fight, you just got to get naked. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because when you come, when you see someone coming charging you naked, you really don't think like <laughs> that is scary. I don't yeah. know what to do right now. Your first thought is like, I'm gonna stab him. You're probably scared that he's gonna stab you, so you probably just want to get out of there. That would be my first reaction. If someone was charging me naked, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm just gonna get out the way real quick. You would. Yeah. What if he's got like? Unless he was good looking, then I would probably talk to him for penis. a little bit. Hmm? Hey, like if he's got a big penis. Yeah, if he's got a big penis, I don't want to be stabbed. It's... I'm a top. Um, <laughs> I do the stabbing. But gotcha. yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Would you guys fight somebody uh, that was butt naked? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Right? Exactly. You just be like, you know, I don't think it's worth it. I'm just going to get a new mirror. So My my ex, she used to get really upset at me, but she, at the times when she would be naked and like punching and hitting me, well, I guess same thing. That, that hit punches a hit. Uh, punching and pushing me. Like she was getting really aggressive, but when she was naked doing it, it's, it was very calming. Mm. It, well, that's a little different. Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, it's not like you're getting your frustrations out. She she was, yeah, because, you know what? That Maybe that's cured to relationships um, because I don't think there was any, uh, I think the argument didn't last too long after that. Yeah, like, you, versus could, you knocked her out. That's why. Oh, yeah. I mean, man, you really, uh, well, you really praised my sexual capabilities. Thanks. Uh, 
Yeah, because that, well, if they're, yeah, well, you know, if, if they're having a seizure, that's how you know you, when you say you did when, a good job. When you were saying, so you were, are you saying you hit her like, like with your fist or you were saying you were hitting, hitting it, like you were hitting it from the back? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I thought you meant I knocked her out, uh, you know, a sec. Bill Cosby-wise? Uh, uh, no, no, no. She was hitting, and, hitting me okay. naked. I, I never laid hands on a woman. Well, I mean, not, like, violently. Yeah, it's okay. Not Equality violently. for women. Yeah, no. Equality, I, that's why I never pay on, on, on dates. Am okay. I right, guys? Yeah, right. What, what? Same. That's why I don't pay hookers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you go out the door when they get in the shower, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a it's always fun. One time that happened and the, the pimp was standing out the door. <laughs> Me and my friend once we closed the door he was like, Hey, where where's my girl? Uh, uh, we're in the sh- she's she's in the shower mm. and uh we just ducked out and somehow we ducked out in a cab. That was that was pretty decent. I don't know why we actually I don't really know why we did that. Why we needed to duck out in a cab, considering we were just we didn't really know where we would go. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully it was a real cab. Hopefully it wasn't the fake taxi cabs. It was. It was one of those. I don't think Uber was around at the time. Good. Have you seen that Uber is like going back into a taxi? Like when you no. pull up an Uber app, it'll be like, oh, for this one thirty dollars, for this one thirty five, and then at the bottom bottom, it'll just say taxi seven dollars. So it's going around full circle again, people. You said seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Taxis are now the cheapest thing, and Ubers are the oh, new taxis. Oh, oh, oh! You're talking about they they give us those options at mm-hmm, the bottom. Mm-hmm. Why would Uber give? That is weird. Why do they give an option? Because they're like we're busy. And, mm-hmm. Well, no, that's kind of messed up because Uber is trying to steer you away from. They're like, we got to get these poor people somehow. Let's just give them a well, bad they're, taxi. They're trying to steer you away from the people that that work on the app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they. I, I seen in there uh, actually public transportation, to, mm. which. I used Uber for that with uh, in Vegas because mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't want to pay for Uber. I'm, I'm frugal. Yeah. I watch that extreme cheapskates. Yeah. That's why you got to get the e-bike. Get those e-bikes. Those are really cheap e-bike, on there, e-bike. too. That's the ones where they're on the street and you're like, mm-hmm. okay. And usually homeless people have them. You, yeah. They, they, well, I see them. They, they keep trying to mm-hmm. ride them. But they, they don't spray put paint any them. money in them. Yeah, yeah they just take it. They just take them. I don't know how they get them. I'm sure like they just follow somebody and then get them off the bike and just food? take it. You seen those bikes? The, the scooters and all. Yeah, I've seen the scooters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other day I was riding a scooter. Like I didn't pay for it. You could just ride it if no, if it has no battery. And then uh, the people that collect the scooters, he like walked up to me, got out of his car. He's like, "Hey, sir, I need that. I need that scooter back." And I was like, "I actually need it." He's like, "Well, I need it because it's dead, and it's actually mine." Um, and I didn't want to give it to him. I didn't know what to do, so I just started undressing. And he, he like to get naked. didn't. He didn't want to deal with it, and I just uh, took the scooter back. So isn't that that's that's beautiful to be so young? You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're you said eight. He's, he's so so you're like. Uh, I'm in my 20s. I'm 21 plus. Gosh, mm-hmm. isn't that? I mean, uh, fluid. You, you look like a man that's really worked out, but you've you've had to keep that uh, solidness. Uh, he just got youth right here, loving to take off his clothes all the time. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I'm ready to show the Ken Barbie slope. I <laughs> I, I used to love taking off my clothes, man. Mm-hmm. 
as I got older, like, I, I mean, I don't feel uh, like I know one. Well, I, I never like to like, you know, just walk around the street like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, when I find a good excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, and I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't feel that secure with myself liking it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like when someone's trying to stab you. <laughs> exactly. Never For tried, safety. Yeah. I remember when I was yeah. younger, like I went to my first gay pride. I was probably like 15, and uh, it was very fun. Parade was going by. Uh, a lot of dicks in my face, uh, but I met a lot of older people who were naked, mm. and I thought that was like weird. But they took it to another level. Like they had like nipple tassels on, and like their balls were wrapped up. They were being cucked. Like That's... I thought being naked was weird, but then I seen the people at at the gay pride parade. They took it to another level. I'm like, mm, maybe naked is not the weirdest thing that we could be doing. Maybe having like a prod up your ass with like a horse tail coming out maybe that pushes it to the limit Folsom Folsom Street Fair mm-hmm yeah and it was just people in horse masks pulling uh, carriages like I'm like maybe this maybe being naked is not so bad yeah it's well, actually pretty natural what are you talking about Folsom Street Fair mm-hmm. uh, when, when you like the, the prod and all that that's, mm-hmm. but um great times I I worked the the gay pride uh, mm-hmm. once doing security and uh I, uh, you know, I, I was like, nah, I don't know about working in the, the, uh, the gay area. Mm-hmm. So they, they sent me in the, the, the dyke area. Mm. And I was like, huh. did you get bullied? No, no, actually. Yeah. I, well, that's what I thought. I, I thought it would be. And I didn't get bullied because actually they didn't even really seem to notice me. Uh, they thought you were one of them. They were like, okay. He's I mean, got glasses. I had a uniform. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe can't tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I thought I was Tom Hanks at the time. Um, mm. But yeah, so I, I was thinking, dyke hair. Yeah, okay, I could hang. I was thinking, naked ladies. Mm. Uh, and then wow. I got over there, and it was, it was, it was. There was a, uh, it was a radio host that I was familiar with, uh, Christy. Uh, mm-hmm. I think came yell or something. Uh, and uh, that was the only cool thing. I mean, I guess it does make sense to. Everyone has to fit in their own little area because mm-hmm. I know I I didn't quite fit in there so either. Yeah, because uh, there you was were... there was naked women, but I couldn't really see their parts with the like the hair patches. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, they... a lot of leather, a lot of patches, a lot of buzz cuts. Yep. Yeah, and I was I thought because I know Gabe Pry has like uh, celebrities, mm. so I was like, oh, like, oh, Lil Wayne's coming up, T Pain. Oh wow! And so I was like, but but they were. They were impersonators, so uh, they, they were the, the the not Lil Wayne. It was Little Wayne, spelled out L I T T L E. Yeah, well, yeah. Wayne. Uh, yeah, little. really little, cause there's clit. They say, you know, women women say like their clits are like little penises. I feel. Yeah, that's what my uh, gay friend names her clit, Lil Wayne. Well, <laughs> every time she plays with herself, she's like wheezy. <laughs> I could, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because, you know, uh, I like being aggressive. And um, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know. Have you heard about what happened with the baby? Oh, okay. The rapper the baby. Let's get, get into the, the he's, uh, he's, stuff. He's a, he's a big rapper right now, but he's currently oh, being canceled. Oh, yeah, he's a rapper, yeah. 
You know the baby. They're trying to cancel. They're trying to cancel. What do you think? You think he's gonna? You think he's gonna bounce back anytime soon? I think he can too. So I, I think uh, he's kind of. Take a few more apologies. And some, yeah. He, I think he can. Mm. So, so you you you. Uh, I think it's gonna take another pandemic for people to forget, and then I think he'll come back. <laughs> I think this Delta vir- Delta variant is gonna like do very well for him. That might help him. Yeah. Because I don't know if you do you know what he said at a festival. Actually, I. You know what? I I think so, but every time I look it up, I don't quite see really what he said. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, but you can't really tell because a lot of these people don't know what they're saying anyway. So I can't figure out what they're saying either. Yeah. Well, what 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 exactly did he say? So he was at a he was at a big festival in it New York City. Thing, I know that. Yeah, and uh, you know, like when rappers going between songs, they usually say something like, "If you got if you got bitches, make some noise," or "If you got money, just make some noise." Yeah. The baby he chose to go. If you're not sucking dick in the parking lot after the show, okay. make some noise. And then everybody's like, "Okay." And then. Yeah. Yeah. And then makes the noise, yeah. And everybody's like, I don't I don't know where to go from here. And then he just dropped into Baby on Baby, which was very odd because I've never seen an artist try to get the crowd hype over HIV. He said, uh, so he said, if you're not a second. If you're not. Those were honestly, those were interesting choices of things to say. If you're not sucking dick, if you don't have HIV, if you're going to keep living, make some noise. So, I mean, any fluids, you could speak on this to where uh i mean a lot of rappers are just uh kind of dumbed down right i think there are a lot of rappers that are dumbed down a lot a lot well i mean you have rappers that are talented when it comes to doing the lyric thing and performing on stage but the problem but they don't have anybody i don't think that works with them help them do like public relations yeah you know to, to speak in public to talk to the audience to engage with different groups of people and not like alienate yeah, he was live too, so no one was there to be like, "Okay, say this next, the baby." Like he was on stage; yeah. there was no filter. I just want to know why he went there. See, I mean, yeah. See, well, that's the thing. I don't think he thought the shock. Maybe I think he thought the shock value that would come from that would be helpful. He didn't, he didn't look at it from the other angle of it being something that would. Yeah. So it was like a plan. Yeah, they don't. They don't think these days. I think he was watching, like... Was he watching? I, you guys ever seen the the show, uh, this video called One Man, One Jar? Uh, nah. Oh, it's this man who fits a jar in his asshole. And, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think he watched, like, some really fucked up video Wait, that got stuck show? in his head. No, it's a movie. It's a, it's a video. We can pull it up. Pull it up right now. Uh, anybody in the audience listening, call 650-219-7625, and we'll watch the video with you. Is this on the, the YouTube? It's on the... No, it's definitely not on YouTube. 100%. <laughs> no. Definitely not on YouTube. Uh, one man. I don't I don't think you should watch it right now if uh, unless you want to just think oh, about that for the rest no, of your day. Let me, let me just... Yeah, so one... He just... Uh, Probably it will pass on. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't so know I think why. the I baby was watching something crazy like that, and that was just stuck in his head for the rest of the day. And some along the lines like, you know what? I got to say something. If you don't have AIDS, let him let him say it. See, I, I, let him say it. Yeah, 100%. He had some kind of an issue with the, with the gay community. I don't think. I'm not saying that justifies uh, it. It's the baby out there. He's like, yeah. stop talking about us. I don't know. I just think, um, like you said, you have people, you have PR people that work with you. 
And obviously, that if, if he has one, he doesn't have one, but the one he has did not like their job. Yeah. But you just have to, like, you know, in the entertainment industry, there's probably just as many, maybe not even more, gay people than there are straight people. Mm. You have gay people who are stylists or who are, like, he's like, I was watching an interview with the locks on the Breakfast Club. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, saying, you know, well, about Tyler the Creator. Should have had somebody mm. to. You know, well, they were talking about the baby. But oh, the baby. Yeah. Somebody should have like, you know, pulled him to the side and educated him because he's like he said, I'm sure like he had to have known. And if he didn't know, it's too bad. He had to have known that that was going to be offensive. Mm. He said, you've probably been dressed by people, you know, styled or dressed or or had your hair done or something by somebody in the industry. time and place, man. And you. So you know there. There's a, plenty of them in the entertainment industry, yet you still chose to go make there. That kind of comment. So you know, well, why didn't why didn't somebody let you know that that wasn't okay? Yeah, Your time and place, man. Like, because uh, I thought he was talking about Tyler the Creator when he, he when you were uh, speaking on that because. Uh, the locks, uh, the locks, they, they had to uh, address something else. Uh, yeah, I, wanna... I, I vaguely remember that conversation. <laughs> I don't know the full context of it. Tyler, the creator, said uh, he's always had a crush on Jadakiss. And uh, he, 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 you know, says he has very, say, very soft, smooth skin. And he takes takes care of himself. He, Is Jada Smith the boy? No, Jadakiss. Jadakiss? That's the daughter of... Uh... No, at the locks. Uh, he, he's a, yeah. Rap group called a Locks. Oh, yeah. Locks. oh okay. Yeah, I'm you, thinking of Will Smith. You gotta look kids. up LOX. Sorry about that. Sorry. But I mean, time and place. Well, what if the baby just wrote um, something about uh, gays have beautiful skin tone? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. The baby. I didn't know he had such a big gay audience. For one thing. Oh yeah, the gays love straight guys. The gays they love do. They trying. Do. To get the toughest, yeah. manliest guy to flip them. The gays love am a hetero. I, 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 will, I will say yeah. this, though. I, I mean, I understand. I mean, I, I kind of look at it from both sides. I mm. do understand the, the, him saying something about the gay community. But it's kind of weird, though, that, you know, and tell me if I'm wrong. Listen to the baby's lyrics. I mean, and a lot of other rappers' lyrics. I mean, you got some misogyny going on there. You got some... You know, derogatory, uh, you know, statements about women and about like a lot of other people, a lot of different groups. So, out of all of that, the one thing that stands out and that's going to get him canceled because he made a remark on stage mm-hmm. about gay people. with all the other stuff, you know, that I'm sure he talks about in his music. And I, I like the baby. Mm-hmm. I'm talking bad on him. I like his music. I mean, like you said, time and place. There's a time and place for his music. <laughs> yeah. He has a certain energy to it that's kind of cool if you're, you know, Maybe riding in your car, or if you're going out to a club and you want to dance. I mean, that's what you, you know, that type of stuff is what you want to listen to. But, yeah. Um, but I mean, like I said, but there's a lot of different things sure, that are in his lyrics that could be considered offensive for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So out of all of that, now all of a sudden he makes a remark on stage and that's what you want to cancel him for. But you don't want to cancel him for maybe calling a woman a bitch on the record or. or Something like that. So it's like I, mean, I guess we just pick and choose. Well, that's the thing about the gays. The gays have a lot of power yeah, in the system. Yeah. That's why we're called uh, power bottoms, power tops. But the reason the gays uh, have like really I big influence. Power part. Mm-hmm. The power it's weird. Part. I feel like it. I feel like 
if I'm going to get serious for a little bit, I feel like the fact that gays were able to stop the word faggot and queer and all these slurs, the fact that they were able to get those slurs to stop before the N-word, I think that speaks levels. Because obviously the N-word is way worse than uh, faggot, you, queer, you, all these slurs. You mean like how you can use the, uh, the A at the end of the N-word? Just the word in general. I feel like if any word should have been dropped and all collectively been like, hey, we can't use that word, the N-word should have been the word. But now everybody's like, nah, we can't say faggot because that's a sexual preference and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, nah, we got bigger priorities. Yeah, yeah, that, I guess that is weird. Uh, but I, wait, I, I, Dave Chappelle had this great I, joke. I don't think you could say the N-word still. But I, no, yeah, but people still, people think, it, the, the how you just said, oh, but it's with the A. Like, some people think it's yeah. still different, but no. Yo, because even if you use the A at the end of the contact. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I just found out that I always was told, because I, I grew up in, like, a diverse neighborhood, and... Um, Mm. I was always I always thought that the A made it different from the ER. But I just found out that in the South, the South the Southerners didn't know really how to pronounce their ERs. They would just say A, like instead of butter, they would say, Let me get some butter. So that's why they say that's yeah. why it's pronounced with the A. And I didn't realize that. So Well it's just it's just a slang derivative of, of the of the ER version. Yeah, exactly. But I mean the word itself if I'm not mistaken, I mean, you can, you can do research on it. Um, but it is, a, I believe it's Ethiopian in origin. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a word that actually means king, Nagus, yeah, 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 N-E-G-U-S. So that was taken. Yep. And, I mean, you kind of see the similarities in the pronunciation. But I believe that that was something that was taken. And they wanted to make it, instead of, you know, it, say Nagus, king. That's mm -hmm. the power that you're giving to these people. I think are lower than you. Mm -hmm. So you take that word. respect it man I, f I totally understand why you guys want to take it back and i get why other people want to say it because they see the message of like no we're trying to spin the word i think everyone should say the n-word but i think black people should be the police of it i think they should be able to determine if you're allowed to say it in that moment so if one of your friends said it and you weren't agreeing with it, it's 100% okay to beat their ass. Well, and there should be no consequences right. to it. You know, Expect this. You know, what's kind of funny is I've seen, I've been out and about, like, listening to people talk. I've heard, like, I've heard white people call, call each other that. Yeah. Yeah. Filipino, yeah. I've heard Filipino and or Latino people, or, well, Hispanic people call each other the N-word. And, mm -hmm. and I always thought it was kind of, I, I always thought it was kind of funny. I was like... Do they understand what they're saying? But they're saying it to each other. I'm like, they're just they're going on the surface of like it was a bad word, and we're trying to turn it into a good word, and that's as deep as they go into it. Hey and, man, um, they can do their thing. I, I I guess if you feel comfortable that way, man. Uh, that's. I just I just think I think um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's 
the word I'm, I'm used to the word mm -hmm. you know part of me too part of black culture i've been hearing it for years um same i have mixed feelings about it because yeah. I, I even i've even used it myself um i've used it in, in my music so is my teachers but i have i have i have mixed feelings but i think like when other people use it i don't think that they well people other than black at least most of them i think some of them will not most maybe some of them don't really understand what they're saying, they're saying I, I, yeah. they think it's a cool slang or in some cases people are saying it well when, you're, when people are saying it with the negative connotation i know that they know what they're saying they know when they're when they're trying to down you hmm. when they use it like in a slang sense i don't think everybody realizes i've had mm -hmm. i guess like the uh the naked thing i've had white people try to fight me and aggressively because you said the n-word n-word no they would call oh, white me people the, call you that. Like, yeah what's up oh, and, and oh they man say, they would say the n-word real aggressively to me and then that's when you facetime I, obama be like say it to his face I, say it to his face you, right now that could help it'd be yeah. like it'd be like it'd be like hey you feel right about this right i now? don't it's <laughs> like uh that because to me that feels like the the naked thing because like if they did did they just get naked because like i can't fight it this is awkward mm -hmm. like he's calling me that n-word i don't know what to do right now you should have fought him so on solely on the purpose of on that it, i don't know what it is i, I mean I, it's just because the way he's he's saying it aggressively yeah. like it, it's it, like uh he's not being racist he, he thinks he's trying to be scarier and more intimidating like that yeah with an ass whooping okay. you know? Just, All right, so the origins. It's just it, it just so it says so aggressively to where you, you know it's not it's a way that they've been uh, uh I guess idolizing the wrong things, thinking it's okay to say this because it's, it's like they. I, I think they think it's intimidating to say that word. They're like, oh, I'm different. I can I'm gonna say this word, but. They think it's the, they, they, they're trying to demean you. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously. Or try to, it's just white people. Man. Like I would feel more like fighting him if he was saying it to someone else. You know, versus like, wait, what you? But, but like, it's weird. Really gonna hit, it's yeah. weird. It's not really. It's not really like a a, a name. It, it's it's just like they're it, in their I, mind. I feel like they're in their mind. They're just pretty much saying, "What's up, fool." You know, but, but because they're just so distorted, they're they're not. I don't think they're actually knowing they're trying to insult me. Mm -hmm. People weird. Like, I'm sure, I have very like bad mm -hmm. They have nothing better to do than to try to project their misery and self-loathing on other people. But okay, talk about the the baby again. Um, these situations, uh, uh, the the baby situation. Uh, I. I didn't care for the guy, uh, but when I heard him say these things, I started listening to his music, and <laughs> not because I, I I don't like gay. You were like, you know what? I uh, agree I'm with just... what he's saying. I don't want HIV. Let me see his yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, baby, baby. That is a point. I don't want HIV. It's like, yeah, we kind of forgot about this through Corona, uh, the COVID thing. Uh, does AIDS exist? Uh, yeah. So, so the thing to me is, I listened to him because. It was like he's saying his stuff. He's saying because he was saying stuff, you know. Uh, he he was freeing his mind. All right, so I want to see what he's about. But then I didn't like him again when he started apologizing. Yeah, this, that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, because I uh, you. He backed out for the bag. Like he should own it. Yeah, I mean, Cause because the first like, couple of uh, his first couple of remarks, he was like, 
Yeah, I'm gonna stick to what I said. Like, I I hope I didn't mean to offend anybody, but you know, you gay people, you know, you do that. Also, and I was just like, okay, well, stick to it, man. I I respect you sticking to your guns. Yes. But then he saw that he was getting canceled. He was losing yeah. money and opportunity. He's like, oh shit, I forgot the gays usually book the that's, festivals. That's so. the record label right there. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I got a Bay Area rapper uh, on my show. He uh, he says said the word faggot mm-hmm. uh, not faggot uh faggot fag- nice uh he said the whole word but um he that's actually he his take on uh the the too short what's my favorite uh, word bitch uh and his favorite word is uh the the fag faggot uh but like he just toys around with it it seems like you know because he'll his uh, also he'll have times where you know he's uh Kind of joke, you know, gay joking with his uh, rap partner, mm. guy, Frank Stacks. I don't know if you, you guys heard of Frank, Frank Stacks. I mean, uh, he's, he's just kind, he's just kind of playing around with that word, you know, because then he'll direct it towards him and poke fun at him, himself in that area. So I mean, it's it's like poking. I, I f- yeah, poking. Yeah, that's that's gay. Well, yeah, yeah. I think it's weird when uh, straight guys do the poking. I, I never go ass um well that's a white guy thing you'd be surprised how really? i feel like white people they fuck around with the gay stuff a little bit well, yeah I, I, you know what my my thing is let, let the gays have their thing no oh, yeah know, why, why 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 straight people like oh well it's because it's fun i mean look at how look at gay people man gay people are so happy all the time they get to live their best life yeah. they're wearing tank tops booty shorts and they're fat as hell but they're just happy and they're loving and they're so happy. Yeah, you know what? You, I, think any, I think when you have any group of people that, that that are maybe if you think that they're doing something that's outside the norm or, or they're different than what still is standard for a person or whatever in society, then they're going to catch, catch something. I mean, oh, yeah. You have people who just aren't tolerant of different, you know, different looks, different ways of thinking. I feel like it's always people. Close. They're very close-minded. I, I feel like it's always aspect. people on the outside uh, of the box, like like uh, that aren't to do with that. I feel like uh, like uh, I, I wear my uh, straight pressure. I don't believe in parades, uh, but hey, if straight dudes want to accessorize and have their pride okay mm. but uh i feel like the dudes that want these parades and all they're actually probably in the white clo- parades and stuff the, 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 proud the, boys the straight straight pride yeah, yeah, i feel like they're pr- actually in the closet because they've actually tried to set these uh things up and i'm like yeah you know the the straight pride mm-hmm. festivals and stuff and i'm like yeah the, that guy the only reason he he's like you know hosting this thing is because the gay community rejected him yeah that sounds so boring we don't need one uh I, gay pride is super colorful bright energetic see, my, i feel my like thing is I, I, it's uh when i have that shirt on it I, I've I've walked through the That's Castro and and the the, the gays I, I I have gay dudes like hey I love your shirt yeah but next thing you know uh like next I'll thing be you know, walking you're somewhere over. else no no That's never done that you, I mean First blow with buddies shirt, was by accident uh <laughs> but uh I, straight guys will be the ones getting upset like yeah. take off that shirt you like what, 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 hey 
Why? You know? Oh, you want to see? Oh, okay. I see yeah. what this is. You want to see me topless? Is this, is this your time? Got to you, come sir. Out the closet, bro. Yeah, just, man. Just, just do it. Um, yeah, you know. How lame do you have to be to tell someone to take off their shirt at the same time, too? Like, what problems well, do you have I think as a grown adult? Isn't that how hockey players fight? Hockey players. Take off your shirt, bro. Let's do no, it. I think they take off their gloves. I don't think they take off their shirts. Maybe they, well, actually, I just see them just go at it. Yeah, yeah, they just go in. So, uh. They're just hitting a bunch of pads. But I'm real big at, uh. Big. Um. Oh. Speaking of gay. Speaking uh, of big, today's I watch, sponsors, uh, Trojan. The Mike Lindell My Pillow commercial, and I don't know. I mm. just, it, it, he said uh, they were making a big deal out of how you could have comfort in three inches. I, 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 mm. I don't know, that was in my mind when you I. You were just over here like, finally, somebody said it. <laughs> Let's I mean, go. I mean, because it shrinks after time. Um, mm. But but yeah, I, I believe so. I'm a grower. That. Uh, when you say something, man, uh, unless you really, really feel uh, like uh, bad about something, but I don't apologize. Especially, I think if you're famous or trying to be famous or something like that, not apologizing does you best because I, I, I feel like it's a shameless world. Mm. It's definitely a shameless, non-apologetic world. Uh, as I've seen. Uh, Oh yeah, well the the baby, for example, if you see his apologizing, <laughs> you could you could see this example of how the uh, the gay community is still like nah nah that you ain't fucking liar. I, I mean, it's not you, it's your publicist. See, there's not one spelling error in here. We know the baby's illiterate. Who the fuck wrote this? See, yeah, he, that's that's totally his publicist. His publicist, because he's got so many different ways of apologizing. When I see the thing online, it's like he just. Keeps on trying no, no, different you, ways. You have, you have your Twitter apology. Yeah, I was going to, yeah. You have your Twitter apology. You have your IG apology. Yeah. You have your Facebook apology. Then you have your actual press release, national, step up on the podium. I realized that I um, alienated a lot of my followers, and uh, I just want to reach out and tell you people that I'm, I'm not that person. That's not me. I made a mistake. You got that. I, yeah. And that's the publicist. I knew I knew the baby didn't really write that the the public apology because his first statements on Twitter they had emojis in it, and then the last statement no emojis. I'm like, okay. who the fuck? Yeah, because the this? emojis were him. Yeah. Yes. See, I. He was like, and for you gay people, and it was like the smirk emoji, like. He mm. <laughs> was like, you guys do what you want, out. and then there was like a little uh, syringe at the end. But I was like, okay, the baby. Yeah, the syringe. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I, yeah, I you know I I've had some some uh, comedy communities uh, brush some hate my way and uh, some things they said I did. And, hate for what? Uh, you know what? See, it was like the women, like some kind of anti-women thing. Maybe I said anti-women, like they are not for women. It sounded so like gay. it sounded like something I said that was against women of the way they were going. I mean, no one would really explain what mm. it was to me, but I guess I, I I'm can I was gonna get stabbed if I come to some shows or something. But um, let me tell you something. Were these comedians from the Bay? Yeah, they they're lying. They meant they were gonna touch you with their penis. That's what the kind of stabbing. Cause the Bay Area comedy scene is such so I, pussy, bro. I have heard that uh, out here people will uh, if even if they don't have a the penis they 
They will mm-hmm. get, get one and, and stab you with. See, there's no, no. clarification. No. And see, that's why you, you shouldn't really apologize unless you mean it. Because I'm thinking to myself, you know, when, when I got all the clues gathered, there was enough I needed to know. And I was like, well, I don't know the exact thing. So why would I apologize mm-hmm. anyway? Well, you know, when you disrespect the establishment, you know, if you don't, if you don't want to get canceled and you want to keep doing what you do. I mean, he, mm. the baby has to understand that you, know, you got, like I said, like I said before, there are plenty of, of gay people that are involved. In, there may be gay people as part of his record label. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Signing, they're the ones that are signing the Well, checks. So you, you, you offend them, you're not going to work. Gotta apologize. Well, well, I mean, if you, if you keep going. plus, I mean, you, there's, there's a gay. Or you find uh, there, label there's. Odds are that once, once people get to that point where if they get kicked off a label or something like that, there's very few people who end up bouncing back that can start their own independent label or something and building themselves back up. Now, I, yeah. an example: Chris Brown got blacklisted for a long time after that Rihanna thing. <sighs> Not long enough. Made that forehead bigger. He's been able to build himself back up, but even though he's still big, he's not what he could have been. Oh yeah, yeah. He could have been the next Michael Jackson. He could have been up. Look at Chris Brown though. Hmm. He 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 didn't quite apologize. He rolled with it. I don't remember. Well, yeah, yeah. He, is, Damien's pretty the young. With him, I think is he did apologize. But he's, but, but the, the pictures were like, yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. Totally yeah, yeah, yeah. And also. Him throwing these tantrums whenever, like, he goes on a talk show and somebody wants to talk about it. Like, I heard about him going on Good Morning America. He's throwing a tantrum in the, I guess, in one of the back rooms. Like, through chairs or something. It's like, like we're not talking about you this. Gotta, you gotta, I, I don't, at yeah. You, you got to humble yourself. You got to calm down. You got to present that image that, like, people are already seeing that you're violent and crazy because of what happened with her. And then you think you're breaking, I, I breaking don't, shit. And yeah, I don't vouch for hidden women, but, uh. I don't either. But, uh, no, you don't. Equality for okay. women. Fluid doesn't vouch well, for I, hidden women. I don't, vouch, I don't vouch for hidden women. I really, really don't. Um, well, you, you sound I like think, I think that, getting uh, someone with that. But. Yeah. Well, but I'll say this, though, because there's a flip side to it. Um, I don't vouch for hidden women, but I was always taught, too, that women should not put themselves in a situation where they're, like, you know, trying to attack men, either. Mm. So, I mean, you know. Keep your hands to yourself. Period. Yeah. Simple rule. If you run up on somebody and you're trying to fight, their their reaction is going to be either to defend themselves or just instinctively they're going to. Yeah. My last relationship, I uh, you know, I found myself in in the position where uh, I I was I was grabbing her. Uh, not 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 sexually. Uh, uh. I was grabbing her arms, and then I realized I, I put uh, bruises. But, like, the reason I was doing that was so I, nothing else happened. Because, you know, because she, she, didn't she was make trying the to hit right. me. Like, she, Got said, you. she had some energy. She was quite a woman. Had some power in her. So I was doing that. So it's like, you know, I'm taller. I got bigger arm legs. So it's like, you know, let's stay over there. You know? Yeah. That's but, why yeah. being gay is great because if you get mad at your spouse, you can fight them and they can fight you back without any problems. It's a man-on-man fight. And so, uh, well, that thing that you were yeah. talking about with her trying to hit you—that's what I meant when I was talking about earlier. Women attacking you. Yeah. You do it, but it's like it's an awkward situation when they're attacking you because you know you don't want to hit them back. But then if you do anything, even trying to restrain them, and they say that they get hurt or something like that, still look like. You 
still, they can still make it look like you. Yeah, yeah, that could have still been a thing. You're a person making something to them. You know, so you just got to be careful. I mean, if you can leave, leave. But so, so Damien, I uh, yes. I take you gay. I am. I'm. I'm gay, but I'm married to a woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, this is this the reason why, even with all the, the stuff he was saying, like, I had to ask. No, yeah, because, yeah. Because, uh, because, like, uh, yeah, see, because. Yeah, I know it can be like, confusing. No, because people, off the people got, go, bro, that, that sounds gay. But these days, what sounds gay ain't, ain't really even gay. It could be, uh, mm-hmm. it could be another category. Yeah. Uh, I've had a lot of people come talk to me. They're like, you're not gay. Uh, I, I was like, yeah, yeah. They're like, nah, you're not. You're just curious. I'm like, no, I've had a dick in my mouth. I know. I'm pretty sure I'm there. Yeah, dick in And mouth. they were just like, nah, I think you're something else. Yeah, yeah. So you don't identify as bi? No. I think I, I, I really, so the word is, I think it's polyamorous is where you're, uh, my whole thing is just, as long as you love yeah. me. That's all I care about. I don't care what you look like. I don't care about your gender, uh, skin color. Pansexual. Pansexual. Somebody said I was fluid yeah, that, the other day. I was like, I was like, that's you. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do an interview with that's him a, later. That's yeah, that's yeah. just gender fluid. There's uh, so there's so many terms I've so, been called. I'm not gender fluid. So I just tell people I'm <laughs> hey, gay but married to a woman. Dang, now I'm thinking of a. Uh, a rap name for the LGBT community, <laughs> but that's no, can, can, yo 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 yo. My name is Precom. I can see I picked a really good rap name. All right. Fluid. You're gonna be very. You're gonna be yeah. blowing up, and you're gonna be blowing yeah, up for the progressiveness. Uh, yeah, you're down. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Cause, cause, he, hey, is he got that conscious pimp vibe? He, 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 we're gonna listen to it. Uh, but uh, so, hey, yeah. All, but yeah, man. I know people want to be listening to fluid. So uh. Yeah, the reason I had it bec- so you said poly, that's not quite orientation. Poly, Sounds like it's fluid, like a heteroflexible sort of thing. Heteroflexible, that's a new one I'm gonna throw I in there. Heteroflexible. That's nice. New ones, man. I've never heard that one before. That's Come great. On, man. No, that's a good one. I like the way it sounds. Heteroflexible. Yeah, yeah, coming up with new ones. I've known that for a little bit, and I'm not in the community. Maybe I might have been uh, homoflexible because at first I was I was on. So that's that's a new one. I think. that I mean, hey, if we go heteroflexible. Homoflexible would be pretty good too. Okay. Because yeah. at first I was like, you know what, men are cool. Yeah. Because I like uh, okay. So when I say like I. I don't feel like I'm an ally or, or I'm not in community or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like it, it, people, it should take kind of a passion. And uh, I don't want to see nobody get harmed or anything. If, yeah, if, yeah. if a gay dude was getting harassed, I'd be like, bro, uh, uh, wait, maybe I'm too calm right now. Uh, let's see, what would I do? It depends on the situation. I'd be like, hey, what's up? I might start mm-hmm. with that. Trying, hey, what's up? And then they would probably think I'm too passive. And I'd be like... And then I would have to shout, even though I don't like getting hmm. aggressive. Uh, but but uh, I guess yeah, that's why I feel like I have, I do have more passion towards uh, the women's movement mm-hmm. uh, because, uh, you know, you got an ally. You gotta, you gotta go to groups, right? Well, yeah. You, you, well, I mean, you. I think if you're, a, if you're a person that's really in tune with the world. And I think you can recognize that there are groups out there that are marginalized and like their, their value you know their true value might have kind of got diminished or people are not you know really considering them to be like you know, footing with the rest of society and, and 
sometimes they have a voice, sometimes they don't have a voice. They don't. So, this person, me, myself, I like to stand up for people who don't have yeah, their, yeah. their own voice. I try to, you know, if you're, if you're down, I try to, you know, help bring you up. I don't want, like, like you, I don't want to see anybody, you know, yeah. suffering. I don't want to see people, you know, attacking gays. I don't want to see people mistreating or attacking women. I don't want to see homeless people or anybody. Black people, other Asian people, minorities get persecuted. Yeah, but so I mean, you the good thing to do is if you have a, a way or a platform or a way that you can get your voice out to stand up for them, you do that. You would hope that you know if you were in a situation, there'd be people out there that would do that for you. Yeah, and that's that's why I try to have here. And I don't think yeah. you need to like. Being a decent human being. Yeah, I feel like being a decent human being shows more than going to a meeting or a parade or whatever the march is. I feel like if you in your life in the moment stand up for what's right, then that's bigger than any ally that you could be. Like it's the way like people uh feel about the Lord. Like some people are like oh, I love Jesus. you need to go to church or else you're not a real fucking okay. believer. Yeah, you But then there are people that are yeah. like, no, I know the Lord is with me with every step I take. And I don't need to go to a building to prove that. Yeah. I just know that. Exactly. So, uh, wow, man, I want to. I want to go to your uh, next spot now. You you started a comedy, uh, Damien, in 2014, I believe, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, my very first set, I was uh, I was 14. I did it at my school talent show, mm. and uh, I killed it. Because I did a whole bunch of no, I I comedian jokes. I did, like, Dane Cook's jokes. I did, like, Gabriel Iglesias' jokes. I just, I was a fucking hack. I was just telling jokes that I already knew worked. But then, Damn, I was, uh... around back then. Yeah, man. Wow. And then I did uh, my very first show with my own material when I was 15 at, at uh, the Brainwash with Tony Sparks. I don't Rest know if you guys know peace. about that. Brainwash, yeah. It was a half cafe, half oh, arcade, yeah. half laundromat that also ran comedy. And before it was called the Brainwash, I think it was called like the Tiger Jungle. I'm getting the I'm getting the name so wrong. You are not that old, man. No, uh, I know I'm not, but I, I'm a. I'm, I don't know about any Tiger Jungle. So the Tiger Jungle was the Brainwash back in the day, but Margaret Cho and Robin Williams. That was their regular spot. Okay, okay. He was okay. You're just hip on history. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm, I mean, San Francisco comedy goes really deep. Yeah, Rob, Robin Williams, great, great dude. Mm -hmm. It's kind of next to the Tenderloin. It's a little bit close to the Tenderloin. Um, I couldn't give you street names. I suck at street names. It also sounds like a, a sex position. Yeah. Uh, brainwash. The brainwash. You, you should definitely go to comedy day this year. I mean, it sounds like. Yeah, man. Uh, I just actually got hired to get some photos and uh, help set up. Um, I'm just getting into festivals and, and comedy days and everything like that. Uh, because before, I was just a kid. And I didn't really care about comedy. I was just like, oh, I'm going to fuck around and tell a dick joke. And hopefully I make friends. But it must after have been this weird when you were a kid, yeah. Yeah, man, it was it was kind of weird, but it was uh it was cool cuz um I learned that everybody loves comedy. You can't yeah. hate somebody that makes you laugh. It doesn't matter what skin color you are. You can just if you make them laugh, they're your family. And um yeah, and and brain yeah, Tony Tony Sparks is great. Uh great man. I've never great done man. a good set there, but that was great all hair. on me. Uh, he was amazing. I mean, he like he made me contemplate. Did I suck? Hmm. Because because like he makes you feel like you did you good did or good. Yeah. Oh man! But I didn't do good. Huh. But uh, but he made you feel like like he smiled afterwards. Like really great man, guy. that was cool. 
But then, uh, but then you realize, Laird, that, that was all just the way he said that. Yeah. I actually, I actually did horrible. Yeah. Tony's a great guy. <laughs> I didn't do one good set there. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but he, he make, means he makes it. He's genuine, though. Clap. Yeah, man. No Humans. What, yeah, man. No matter what they one, So clap. the way the stage was set up at the brainwash, there was an ATM next to the stage. Just a little yeah. setup. And whenever Tony was on stage and someone wanted to go to the ATM, he would always bust out the, hey, man, what you, you getting some money out? Let me get $20. And the crowd would laugh every time. But the people would also give him the $20 every time. I swear I've seen him collect $2,000 off of people just getting money out the ATM. Tony has that swagger and just love in him, man. Yeah, man. I think he's, you just got to stand next to ATMs. Let me get $20, man. He may All because also, he makes people laugh. He may also be a pimp. I'm not sure. I'm not. I mean, I would believe it. No. Yeah, for well, real. Well, okay. Uh, man, that's the first time I've used that word so loosely. Uh, pimping? He's actually, he sounds like a hustler. Uh, Tony is pimping these jokes for sure. Tony is a great man. But yeah, so uh, you, you, so 14 was like your first actually big, uh, 2014 was your big first. Um, big I don't know. I don't know. I suck at, I'm very illiterate with math. Uh, math. I just remember I was 14 years old. So um what are we and you, uh, 2011 2011 so, so two, wow so you got uh you got you got a big show tonight yeah man i'm going out to berkeley tonight it's gonna be fun at the way station going out to berkeley is gonna be really good yeah man really cute little intimate room but it's awesome because berkeley is very like they're gonna tell you there's gonna it, be naked people yeah <laughs> hopefully fellas but uh yeah, man, it's good. Berkeley's a great place. They'll tell you. They're like, yeah, this joke sucks. We're very, they're like, we go, to, we go to school here. The joke sucks, sir. Um, yeah. I haven't gotten kicked out of Berkeley yet, so it's going to be fun. Love Berkeley. Love, I love every place in the Bay Area. Who's, uh, who are you performing with there? You just... um, I know we got... I actually don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you. It's all you. That's See? I, I really saw you. That, I, that's the good mindset. I mean, I, uh, you never know, man, because people, you know, they don't show up sometimes. Uh, people get added last minute. You never know who's really going to show this, up. man. Huh? You got this. Thanks, man. Like, Thanks, man. I, I mean, like, I know. Well, I, I mean, so you know how many years you've done this? And, and, and or is it just like fly by? You're like. It kind of flew by because, like, the first. So, like, the first, what, like, eight years, I, again, I was just fucking around. Like, I wasn't taking it seriously, and I didn't see the potential. I didn't have vision. But after this pandemic, I did a lot of soul searching. Yeah, I found, I, I, I dig deep into my psyche and found out why I am the way I am, which got me on a mer very serious track of, like, okay, time is running down, and we got to fucking get going. I know, I never heard a comic like this before. This is, this is great. That yeah, is, man. I, some I people are, like... Great. Some people are like, the pandemic sucked. I'm like, the pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, you like you know, Zoom. There's, there's obviously, you know, <laughs> I, 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 that's kind of weird because, I mean, a lot of people actually say that about the I mean, well, obviously, the pandemic is not a hey. pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of the amount of people that have died or that have gotten sick. I mean, Possibly. The way that it completely changed our world. But I, I have to say, the way it was a, kind of a good thing for my music career. Yeah. Because... When the pandemic came around, obviously when we were on lockdown, nobody could perform. Mm -hmm. That includes the big name people. 
Yep. So it put us all on the same level. Same oh level. man. If you wanted to do stuff, you had to pimp your social media. Yep. You had to mm. do virtual performances. You had to find other ways around it, which is the same. And I was able to do. I was able to step my stuff up to where it got to a point where I was doing the same thing that the major people were doing. Yeah. None of us, unless you had your own little way to film like a virtual concert or something. Yeah, yeah. Basically, none of us were performing, but people were putting out singles. Yeah, yeah. People were doing like, you know, making the most out of like IG Live or or um, Facebook Live or got the, or got the Facebook YouTube Live, yeah. So I got into that too. And I feel like while the pen. You know, prior to the pandemic, people knew who I was mm-hmm. it, on a lower kind of like level. But since the pandemic came around and I've been doing everything I've been doing, I mean, my, booming. My visibility has been yeah steadily increasing. Yeah. I mean, you know, hey, I'm here. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Were. Certain certain comedians really uh really do well. Like, uh, I mean, during the. Uh, the the big IGs and the yeah they thriving. Like uh, Tommy Feldman, I had him on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I see him all over, he's like, when they, me from my scene of videos, he's like the kings of the, mm. uh, the doing the, the videos. Yeah, things. man. Videos well, really mean, upgrade your set. I mean, uh, the people don't know. But Keon uh, Pele too. Uh, and uh, yeah, some, I guess because you just, you time it like you're doing a set, I guess. Well, like the thing is, comedy is about to change big and people don't know this. Before comedy was like people creating original content, telling a story, performing it live. Now yeah. it's like, how many followers do you have? Because that's what's nervous, going. Do you? No, no. I, I, I mean, I'm, if I'm gonna lie to you, no, I don't ever get nervous. Yeah, Never in my life. Great, I'm not a human man. being. But it's yeah, just that's um, amazing. You're not a human being. No, man. No, of course not. Well, but. It's just it, comedy's gonna change big. It's not gonna be like who has the best jokes anymore. It's gonna be who has the most following, and it does not gonna matter about skill or anything. It's about who can pack a seat, and that's what it's always been about from the root. But now we're making it more seen because it's able to say, "Hey, I got two point five million." So that's what's gonna change big, and um, I'm ready for this change. And those man. are organic. Ain't nobody buying those. For, I, I, yeah. I can't be buying well, followers. Got one thing. I mean. It is gonna. It's, it's definitely gonna be a number based game. Yep. It's gonna be about how you can pimp that al- algorithm. Mhm. Mhm. And Bernie Mac said it back in the day. Like he he was talking about how he lost twenty festivals or twenty competitions before he won his first one, and he's like, I don't. Com- comedy competitions are not about skill or comedy. It's about popularity, and that's how you're gonna win the people you bring. And I always took that to heart, and now it's really showing. Like people on TikTok. They're they're packing out, uh, you know, the punchline or the improv. It's all because of the popularity. Punchline's and, back. Yeah, man, it's back. Yeah, baby. Yeah, like the old joke. Uh, well, Reggie Steele. I, I, I maybe too. You know, Reggie Steele still around. Yeah, he's mm. a great comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking about how he lost a competition to uh, a guy at Roseville. They they need better comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he he. Uh, he, he, I think they got better comedy now, but he he lost competition to a guy that just brought out a boombox and had sex with a chair, and he did like yeah. Reggie Steele did an actual set. Yeah, I mean, for, uh, funny stuff. I wasn't there. Uh, uh, he, he 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 always talks about it, but I, I've seen his sets. Uh, I think I, 
I think I know the one he did. And mm-hmm. that was good. Come on, sex with a chair. Mm-hmm. And it was just, uh, you know, I, like to me, I w- maybe I would have laughed if he had a midget on the chair, mm-hmm. but just a chair and a boom box. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, Whoa, sir, you're going to get canceled. You can't I, say midget anymore. You got to refer to them as LPs. See, that's my way of little persons, LPs, baby. I feel like I'm... You can either go vertically challenged. Yeah, go. I feel like I'm respecting them because uh, that's their name, mm. you know, uh, Midget. What's up? Basically. This is my man Midget right here. Yeah, I mean... And his friend Midget right that's here. That's a name no one else could be called. It's so crazy how I we're mean, getting told. Anyone could be called little person. My yeah, mom's 5'1". So she could be a little person. Is correct to say dwarf? I, I personally prefer Elf Warrior, but uh, some <laughs> Elf Warrior is pretty kind, but uh, they refer the dope. If they have the ears, they're a dwarf. Mm. Oh, mm. Okay. I was about to, uh, well, I went do on. Do dwarves actually have the pointy ears, or is that yeah. elves? I think it's elves. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, that's what Santa told me. No, man, it, the, the names, I mean, I feel like it, it, I don't feel like we as a society should follow the rule. But if you have a problem with someone calling you a midget, you personally should say, I don't like being called a midget. You, I don't think you need to generalize everybody because there's probably someone out there that's like, I don't mind being yeah. called a midget. You always just say, don't call me that. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Just, like just speak for yourself. I believe is probably just a few people or maybe five then in the universe that just have very powerful uh, ways of putting things out there. Yeah. Well, they say that like the people on Twitter who try to cancel people is o- is only four percent of Twitter as a whole. Mm. So if there's eight billion people on Twitter, not even a billion people are this canceled. I think cancel culture. I honestly, I think it's gotten that whole concept. I think has gotten out of hand. I think it's gotten out of hand, you definitely. Know, we would rather. Okay, so we're at the point where we would rather like cancel somebody than you know, either recognize then talk to them. Talk to them. Yeah. Them, try to. Teach them the error of their ways. Oh well, we're gonna take away your livelihood. So I mean, and this is another thing that goes back to that that interview yeah. with um, that interview with the locks. Or, well, maybe not the locks, but but it was an interview that had to do with baby. I don't remember exactly mm. who it was, but they were saying, okay, well, when you cancel somebody, I just cancel that person, canceling their family, uh, canceling yeah, yeah, yeah. their yeah. children, we're canceling their livelihood. They can't take care of their people anymore, all because maybe they made a mistake. Mm. Give them an opportunity to change it. Now, if they don't want to change, hey, I mean, do not do. apologize. But, yeah. But if do you don't not give them apologize. Kind of like not being. Fit. You yeah. can't be canceled if if you don't apologize. No. That's what I. That's well, what I feel. Well, I, I. You know, the real way that you can't be canceled is if you have your own platform. Yeah, and do your own thing. Like, uh, I remember, that's it. Yeah. I that's... People, when people were trying to cancel uh, DJ Black on mm. TV. Yeah, that ain't um, never gonna happen. I never even seen the guy. All these other people, they depend upon YouTube and other, yeah. other things to get them a platform. Vlad owns his platform. Yeah. So you really think you're gonna cancel him? That's funny. He's still getting guests. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not standing up here and saying that, you know, that people don't have but a legitimate yeah. basis for wanting to cancel him. I, you know, that's up to to them. You know, I'm not gonna even yeah that argument, but they tried. Yeah, cancel culture has the potential to do the best thing in society, but the thing with power is not everyone deserves to have power because it's gonna go to their fucking head and they're gonna get they're gonna go too much. And not everybody deserves to be just out and out flat out canceled. Yeah, yeah, man. So Damien, it's uh, I I think uh, you got to go to a show. 
Oh wow, yeah, man. Well, uh, what time is it? So let's uh, you, I think uh, fluid. You wanna, you wanna, uh, you wanna perform a song, or uh, oh yeah. So give me a little uh, photo. But uh, oh, last words with you. Yeah, I saw you, uh, Paul Bruma. Is that tonight? Did you perform with Paul, or did you? Did you? Oh, I just performed with Paul. Yeah, man. I, I uh, it's been a main minute. I've seen it. I haven't seen him in three years. The last show I did with him was three years ago in the San, San Redwood oh, yeah, City, maybe a little so. bit. Oh wait, what you talking Redwood Backyard? Yeah, I think so. I think so a little bit. Oh yeah. And uh, Paul was great. Send that to Paul. That's his selfie right there. Uh, he knows what this finger means. Um, but Paul is a great guy. Great guy. This this is his uh this is his hours Sunday noon at two. So like when mm -hmm. I went on the Facebook, like I was like, oh, he just. Opened it up and uh, he was right there. So Paul's a good guy. Uh, Love him. Very unpro very unproblematic. Need to get that guy some uh, some sex. I feel like he's just very pent. I feel like he deserves some he's sex. He's kind of mistress. Does he? Yeah. Okay. He needs another one. Doing yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Hey, Plus, the more the better. I believe he lives with her, so I I don't know how deep I could go with that. Hmm. Paul, call us at six five zero two one nine seven six two five so we can figure out your relationship status right now. Oh, he knows. Yeah, he knows. I don't know you, so I apologize for anything. Speculated about you. Don't apologize, bro. That's ah. you're gonna become. Oh, I can get canceled. You're gonna ah. you're gonna become bigger. Yeah, don't Just apologize. Say whatever you want. You mm. know what? The baby screwed up because he didn't connect with Elton John. Mm. Yeah, man. But Elton John connected with Eminem. You know what? I just thought about something. Um, all this stuff about the baby, but did, the baby did a song with Little Nas X, didn't he? Yeah. So, so then again, I'm thinking, okay, what you just? Yeah, well, that's that's why they're trying to. So, Billy White, which well, well, because that's uh, the baby's their uh, cue to reform. They they want uh well they talk about well that was a remix or something. They talk about they want the baby to like uh, take these kind of classes to be more sensitive. And uh. I guess if he wants to salvage, well, I, I'm not going to say salvage. If he wants to get this off of him, I guess he's got to do it. Mm. I mean, he could just not say anything for like a while and they'll come back. Yeah. It'll be okay. That's what I was saying about cotton culture, man. Yeah, like, talking, they had yeah, the potential to just do cancel the right people. But instead, they're going after Matt Damon. Did you guys hear what happened with Matt Damon? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, so Matt Damon said he but was he, talking he got about. out of it. Did he? Yeah. I've I, so Matt Damon was doing an interview about slurs and stuff, and he was like, "I used to say the word faggot a lot, but my daughter told me how it's not okay, so I stopped saying He's it." He's from Boston, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the faggot is like the national anthem; it's part of it. But um, he was saying how he's not doing it anymore, and he's changed because his daughter educated him. And now people are like, "Oh, what the fuck? You used to say it? Oh, you're canceled. You the fact that you even said it." I'm telling you, I used to. Yeah. No, and that's why you can't give people the power. They're like, nope, we don't accept it. It's like, well, no one cares. Like, what if you tell what if you tell people that hey, I, I used to say those words when I was little? Yeah, was exactly. Like, no, well, I'm a bad person for what I did when I was like eight, nine, or ten. I mean, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, Damien. Last last word. Uh, you want to get set up out there, Flo? Yeah, dude. Uh, what you got? You need this right there. You got. Um. Yeah, come see me in Berkeley tonight. It's going to be a fun show at the Way Station. Um, 
I will be keeping my clothes on, but I will be talking about how I'm a gay man uh, with a beautiful wife, and um, yeah, come on by, buy a drink, grab my penis, I won't cancel you, I promise, whatever you guys want, Berkeley, progressive state. Yeah, he might, mm. he might cancel, just, you know, it makes you, makes you bigger. Yeah. Four inches when you cancel. Harder. All right. Do I need to do that right there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Hey, no, I got you. We got you. Once you, we, 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 yeah. Once he gets out, we, we're gonna. This is gonna be good. I want you to. I want you to hear this on your hey, way here out. Here we go. Oh yeah. Okay. <coughs> Don't worry, y'all. It's not Corona. Is that some bubblegum cookies, bitch? Yeah, 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 yeah. They say the world's on fire right now. We all ass out. Well, maybe so, and I ain't going till I'm all cashed out. Hustling always been the way, so I'ma go that route. See, if you know me, you know exactly what the fuck I'm about. This pandemic put a damper on my life, and my paper chase found some ways around it. Now I'm bound to make my paper straight. All about the money all the time. You can Google me. Been out here getting dough with these G's, so this ain't new to me. Dope, but it's some crack, ain't no mystery. We writing all the rules to the game and making history. Rhymes without substance. Never underestimate hoes, you can't trust them. Sort of like a P.E. song. I know the time is kind of short, but this dick here long. Sticking and moving, steady grooving to the day I'm gone. And I'll be sticking to the code so I can't go wrong. So determined to make my way up. Quarantine, running this thing, getting my cake up. Gotta get it, don't deal with pay cups. You dream of being doper than me, you better wake up. Wake up and recognize game when it's right there. Living my dreams, but the haters are my nightmare. Try to ball a block, see if I care. And if it's about some dollars, just holler and I'll be right there. My brain goes deeper than Atlantis. Hookers with these low IQs just can't handle it. And guess that's why I'm single today. Yeah, I love pussy, but I'd rather break my neck for my pay. So I don't sponsor hoes. Stick to this music and this money. Watch me conquer those. Keep my business to myself. Never rock the boat. Check my stats, but I spit the biggest hip-hop quotes worldwide. And I bring it to you note for note. Talk shit, little bitch. On my name, you'll choke. Young flu, fuck you, but some call me the goat. Mastermind by design, and sometimes I gloat. Because this stuff was worth gloating about. It's my house, all you doubted, so for show, get out. All these haters catching hands and some hot ones. Pimping like I'm Kane, guaranteed to get the job done. So determined to make my way up. Quarantine, running this thing, getting my cake up. Gotta get it, don't deal with pay cuts. You dream of being doper than me, you better wake up. Wake up and recognize game when it's right there. Living my dreams, but the haters, I'm a nightmare. Try to ball a block, see if I can. If it's about some dollars, just holler and I'll be right there. Destined for success in my gene pool. Why do you want to hang with me because I'm so cool? Cooler than a mountain of ice, genius, yes sir, ain't no block in my light, got more shine than the solar eclipse, for real, trick, got my mind on my money, no funny, that's real shit, real spit, better yet fire, yeah, the dragon give a damn, who you's trying to send at me, they gon' be lacking, keep it cracking, never skipping the beat, one half of me is corporate mind, and the other half is the streets, either way, I stay about that cash, and you can either help me get it, or just kiss my ass, so determined to make my way up, quarantine, running this thing, getting my cake up, Gotta get it, don't feel with pay cups. You dream of being doper than me, you better wake up. Wake up and recognize game when it's right there. Living my dreams, but the haters, I'm a nightmare. Try to ball a block, see if I can. If it's about some dollars, just holler and I'll be right there. Yeah. Mutiny Radio, baby.
Okay. So that was called right, right there. We get, uh, we get. We're gonna play. I think we should play it outside. Yes. Please. Okay. Yeah, give you guys a little oh, background on this. Intro there, yeah. And lockdown. Everybody was, you know, when we first hit the lockdown, everybody was house. So when you able to get okay. uh, back outside, you would see a lot of your loved ones, you would be able to you know, basically just go in society and feel like you're free. Phones on the phone, you know, the kids are talking to females in their lives. That's Okay, yeah, let's play that. Today, now 4.9 million school children across the country at home. The NCAA tournament canceled. The NBA season suspended. Tonight, preparing for life in the pandemic. Pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. It pisses me off. Yeah. Me too, bro. I understand how you feel, but maybe being away from her is the best thing that you can do. Keeping her from getting sick, keeping her from getting used to it. I ain't seen my chick in a minute either, but I mean, what can you do? Cooped up in the house and under quarantine. Wishing I could see you, be near you, got you all in my dreams. Gotta have you, I'm such a super fiend. I just want to touch you and kiss you, just want to do our thing. I mean, I'm seriously bummed out. Like got it so messed up, so I barely ever come out. My house is COVID-19's a trip. Can't afford to end up sick, man. This really ain't it. Heck of a twist to our story. Got me missing you lots. Know my time away from you just keeps consuming my thoughts. Can't wait till this pandemic's over. I just want to be free to be with you when I want, where I want. Please believe I miss our trip to Las Vegas, Tahoe, Ellie, and Reno. Find us restaurants, eating, sipping on Pinot. Don't like this separation. Need you here by my side. When this is over, I can't wait to meet you somewhere outside. When it's all over, girl, meet me outside. We don't need a destination. We can just ride. I never used to trip, but you keep running through my mind. Sitting next to you is where I want to spend my time. So when it's all over, girl, meet me outside. We can take a trip, dip, take a little ride. I'm tired of being cooped up in the house all the time. I'm going stir crazy. Need to see you. That's the vibe. If you fuck with them lame dudes, you stuck with them same. Views. My status remains true, the mothers just ain't you Broke up before breaking news, you sheltered with other dudes Not jealous but confused, I know what I won't do That's going on without you Pursuing happiness and I just wrote you this how-to Before this was the song, I used to dream it about you about you sitting outside and I ain't leaving without you the quarantine is over I ain't flying without boo give me another chance it ain't nothing I won't do we both got strong views but both got curfew ain't seen you in three months but still smell your perfume you want to get a break and we both deserve to when it's over and you ready go outside not roll through go outside not roll ready go outside not roll through let that quarantine waste shake don't be ashamed to all over girl meet me outside we don't need the destination 
situation we can just ride I never used to trip but you keep running through my mind Sitting next to you is where I want to spend my time So when it's all over girl meet me outside We can take a trip dip take a little ride I'm tired of being cooped up in the house all the time I'm going stir crazy need to see you that's the vibe Encouraging news on this Friday evening. California's top doctor says we are ready to fully open. They outline what life is going to look like come June 15th. No more masks, no more capacity limits. Businesses are ecstatic. And if you're one of those not quite ready to give up the to-go cocktails and the outdoor dining experience, well, it doesn't appear you're going to have to. Restaurants can, in fact, keep these things when the state reopens later.
this this is what's really happening and we're back bigger than a dick in your mouth uh that's, <laughs> that's what we got a vibe with um well what is it what how much so well things on my mind but we, we're talking about um hip-hop and the baby so uh you're looking forward to kanye west new release Yes and no. Uh, I like. I, well, I mean, I like Kanye West as a. I think he's a great producer. Um, as an artist, I mean, there there are things that I've liked that he's done. I guess maybe I, I would say I like his older, some of his older stuff. You know, like maybe the first like few albums. Um, you get that close. Gr- granted, that I, I, be- I believe that he, I believe that he's a. Uh, I believe that he's talented, most definitely. Um, but I don't know. Lately, I just haven't. I just kind of haven't really been checking for him in terms of like putting stuff out. But I mean, it's you know now it's like you got all that other controversy and stuff like, uh, going on with him, like uh, the uh, what? what the the mental the mental illness. Th- you, you really want to talk about Trump, huh? Is it? Uh, well, I mean that whole thing with the that, well that. You know what? I, I think, I just think that he's mentally, he's I not like as we're going towards the, I, you know what? I don't even think, you know what? Was, I'm not, I'm not going to even, I mean, everybody knows about was that. Was he MAGA? I mean, cause I just feel like, no, you know what I think? I don't think he was really MAGA. I think he's just confused. I think he, yeah. he, he has some mental instability there. Like he has, he has a, a legitimate, you know, Mental condition. He's a great I don't think marketer. He's stable. I mean, yeah, he's still a great businessman and still a great I, I marketer. I have no but... idea what his. I mean, I don't even care about his music, but I want to know when it comes out. Still, that's how great of a marketer well, I think he is. The new one. The new one is out. He already, keep, no, he? he keeps on pushing it. It's supposed to be out. The third time I, he's pushed back. He's made it, it so out. I don't even care about his music any really, but I want to see when it comes out. You know, it's, it's, and he's. He's he's having these listening parties and he's charging people for the air. This guy is wild. He said man. he's charging people for the air. Thousands of dollars just for the air to breathe in the place. Okay. He's doing these listening parties. This is this this guy. He yeah, I guess he I is probably genius. wouldn't pay that, but yeah. No, we wouldn't. But he knew how to market these certain areas where people are gonna pay for it. Well, this. I mean, look at his his fashion stuff. He he he's Garbage, he gets right? people to pay for that. And I'm sorry. I mean. Yes. I'm not hating on you, Kanye, but I mean, for if you want to make fashion that you're charging people that much money for, it really should See, look to me, than, he, it really should look a lot better than what you're putting out. Like he's, I mean, maybe in the beginning he could be hip hop, but he doesn't hit me as hip hop anymore. But. He he started off as being hip hop, but I think the the uh, the problem with a lot of artists is you even if you start off hip hop. How many artists start off hip hop and maintain it throughout their career? Some of them end up getting sucked into that uh, that mainstream thing. Mm. And I mean, you know, you want to eat and you want to have a lucrative career and you want people to notice you. So the mainstream, I'm not going to say it's a bad thing, but a lot of people go mainstream and then they lose touch with that audience that they had. Those those people that were supporting them when they were underground. Yeah. And and I think that that that's that's the mistake that people make. When they try to do some mainstream stuff, yeah, by all means, be mainstream. Make some, make music that people, you know, that listen to mainstream music and get into because you need that. You need you need those numbers. You need those sales. You need that attention. You want to have a a top hit if you can get it, but 
don't lose touch with the people who were supporting you when you were doing the underground, when you were the hungry artist who was hungry and was doing that underground stuff and, and really, you know, busting a move to try to get something done. Don't choose, don't lose touch with them. Because when you do that, you're doing them a disservice, you're doing yourself a disservice, you know? People just need to do them and just think about them, I guess. Uh, but I like, appreciate your fans. But what I keep hearing is like, don't don't backpedal uh, because well, no, people don't. aren't gonna like. We like entertainment, I guess, and so I think even if none of these people backpedal, if they just kept on forward, they they would just get fans no matter what. Even like just people that are curious of their entertainment. Yeah, uh, I mean, cause you, you see people that just. I don't think apologize does any good and, and like uh it doesn't really backpedaling doesn't do any good. It, like just moving forward. Like it really doesn't. Once you've like, made a mistake and you've done something, it's there. And people don't pe- there are people who are especially if you do something publicly, yeah. Then there's a public record of it. People are not I mean, years from now somebody can go back and they can look at the video footage of baby saying this. Stupid and he thing. can't deny he can't deny it because it's there. He like it's amazing we like all these just gimmick people keep yeah i mean what we got uh i used to talk about the six nine all the guy all the time and, oh, then, that I, dude. and then i would talk a uh, little pump like these people that as long as they just stay on your tongue they yeah you, if, you if you give them energy if you if you put if you i mean a lot of people say okay well i don't support them i'm not i don't like those people but you give them energy by by talking about them yeah by when they put something out, looking at the at the at the video that has them saying this or that and the other, you're giving them numbers. You're giving them, these, you know, you you're giving you're giving you're you're feeding into what they're doing. People became famous being unapologetic. Like uh, six, being, six and being nine, trolled. I was watching how he became famous, and New York is big, so all he had to do was wear clothes that say inappropriate things on him, and, and hang out with yeah, the right group of people, yeah. and like, make it look like he was doing like he, you know. Wore clothes. I said the N word all the way through, and you became. Fit. I mean, that's how people are become. I, I'm not gonna respect it. I don't but consider. The mainstream I don't even consider him to be a rapper. I don't consider him to be a musical artist. He what? just he's somebody who maybe happened to hang around with or be around with people who were dealing with music. Yeah. And he, but I mean, from, if, from you, what if, I you, see, if you listen yeah. to what he did, I mean, what is, is he really rapping on records or is he just yelling? Sounds like he's just yelling. Yeah. And there, yeah, there's yeah. no, there's no real deep lyrical content. There's no, and, and that and him being a troll, he's being like a one of the biggest. Troll. Yeah, he's got that down. Being the biggest like. And that's why you don't apologize internet. anymore, man. You don't you keep it real. But I mean, even, I don't know if these people are keeping it real. Yeah, you just go with the flow. You don't even, even being real isn't well, what he, you do. He, just he go with the flow. It, he's not keeping it real for sure. Nah. Yeah, these people. So, uh, yeah, what I, you know, it's weird. Uh, so, I think, like, po- politically, we were, almost, we were almost jumping to that when we started the show. And I, I realized something weird. So, I went to a conservative conservative group invited me to this thing. Mm-hmm. So, all these people are, uh, well, yeah, a couple, a couple people started bashing this one guy who started this group, conservative group. And, and mm-hmm. he, he's for the vax, vaccine. Oh, he, he's pro-vax. He got the vaccine. And yeah. just the fact that he got the vaccine 
they hate on him. So, like, it, it, it's weird that, too, I thought it was supposed to be about freedom. And then I realized, no, it seems to be, uh, when, when did it become this thing where liberals are get the vax, conservatives are don't get the vax, or you're not part of our club of conservatives? I don't, I, I don't get this. Have, have you noticed this? Uh, yeah, I mean this this whole vax anti-vax thing. I think I mean it's a very divisive issue. Um, and it, it should. And, and who knows? I mean, maybe it was you know maybe it was purposely introduced to all of us to purposefully be divisive. So yeah, you know, because I because I because I, I mean I mean we could get into this whole pandemic, which some people call a planned. Pandemic. I I yeah. um. I see. Yeah, it. I'm, I I'm, I'm not going to start like you know. I'm not going to start like any conspiracy theories. Yeah. You know, you no. can you can you can think what you want to think about it, but I think I mean, there's a reason for everything, and I mean, I think you know this whole vax anti-vax thing. It's just another way to divide. Yeah, anti or for is just like. But okay, I, I feel you know. Why can I have the freedom of? of I do agree. I, I do feel. agree that it's a personal choice. Yeah. But I do also agree that you have to kind of do your research and, you know, whether you're against it or for, or for it, don't spread misinformation if you can help it. Yeah, at least you, yeah. I, um, now, personally, I, yeah. I'll, I'll share this. I have no problem saying it. Oh, yeah. All right. I am, va- I am vaccinated. Oh, no. I'm just... I did not. <laughs> I did not originally. It wasn't something I originally wanted to do. I was kind of on the fence. I didn't. You know, I had my 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 hesitation yeah. about doing it, but what ultimately made me do it was the fact that I have people in my family, older people, who you know they say are the most susceptible to it, and they they got vaccinated. You know, my mother, my aunt, my dad, other people that I spend time around. So I thought, you know, maybe from a responsibility kind of and I, I angle that I would see. just go ahead and do it because I didn't want to be the only one who didn't do it if there's any if there's any merit to doing it i didn't want to be the only one that didn't do it and, and i hate how you got to come up with like people got to explain themselves when it's like if people got the facts or didn't get the facts i don't feel like that should become on some political level it's not it's like, it's like just, i said it's a personal it's just choice weird man like how it, you know that's become political even though both political sides got the vax. True. If anything, it should be mandate versus not mandate. But as people just get it, I don't. I know it's enough people mm-hmm. that are uh, getting on that versus just like getting on the ground level of, oh, you got vaxxed, you're not one of us, and I'm just like, come on, man, what, what is what is really like that? that I mean, and, and so the crazy thing is. I got invited to this thing, and, and then it turned out to not even be a, a conservative, uh, really thing. Is because oh, wow. when we we had a little potluck, and it, like tons more people joined in, and oh yeah, I got invited to a conservative group. You're, you're one of them, and I thought they were like going to be offensive, mm-hmm. uh, but then like, well, well yeah, I got invited, but then like, oh, I don't like politics at all. And then you, then it, I realized, okay. That that was the certain people thought it was that, but then in reality, 
it was just these it's just like a peace and and uh believing in freedom sort of vibe mm-hmm. and that's i mean that's the way it should be like just this is how we feel and, and i feel like how how all of a sudden did so when i talk about politics and mm-hmm. facts and non-facts i feel like when did talking about freedoms become like an argument it should be peace it it, it, it shouldn't be and but you know what you know I, i'm thinking though What's going to probably end up happening, looking at the way that things are going. Yeah. They're going to, it's going to get to a point to where you're going to dang near be forced into kind of getting the vaccine, I feel like. Then that ain't right. And, and, I, and when I say forced, I mean not saying that somebody's going to literally hold a gun to your head or there's going to be nah, this government mandate that means it. But what they're going to do is they're going to be like, okay, well, if you want to enter this establishment, or if you want to, if you want to go out and be in, if you want to go to a club, yeah. if you want to, cause I, cause I heard, and it's funny too, cause I went out last night, Wait. actually hosted a party at a, at a, at a, the Holy Cow out here. Oh yeah. I like that spot. And, um, since I was hella young, a friend of mine, you know, made a phone call to them to see if they were, you know, allowing people in who were unvaccinated. Not in the city. And from what they said, from what they told him, even though they technically, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you might have been able to still get. Let me not say that, but, um, but they were telling people that you, yeah, you have to show proof of vaccination. So that's that's kind of a way of of like, yeah, you know, forcing people. Like, if, if the city of San Francisco decides that they want to either make a mandate or if or if they all just agree that hey, all these restaurants and clubs we're not letting people in who are not vaxxed. Well, if you want to party, if you want to get into these spots. You're going to have to be vaccinated. And you're going to say to yourself, okay, well, I want to be able to go to restaurants. I want to be able to go to clubs. I want to be able to go to gatherings and do this and that and the other. So what are you going to do? You're going to get vaccinated. So that's what I mean by kind of you getting forced. See, that's... They're going to make it it uncomfortable for you to not be. So that's the only force I see. Um, And people going along with it because I don't feel like... I I don't see how it's really mandated right now. Yeah, you can't physically make a person do it, you know. Yeah, I don't see how it's, real. it's not a law right now. That's why I I go in businesses without it. But if you say something to me, I'm gonna respect you because yeah. you got the right to refuse service. I go in Safeways and bars, not around here, mm-hmm. uh, but in the peninsula because around here they got those signs up. And you know, I just vaxxed or not vaxxed, I don't feel like I should show my card. But that's my. I'm not gonna try and fight anyone over it yeah uh, i mean i i yesterday at the thing i went to they said they go in a store and um uh, someone tells them put on a mask they say i don't want to and you know honestly that just feels like bro why, why don't you why don't you just not support that business if that's how you feel yeah i mean it's good for your men it's better for your mentality you're just gonna i don't want to and you're not i just think it. when you go into a person's place of business you know, everybody's place of business has rules. You either respect them yeah. to be in there, or if you don't respect them, then you don't come in. Like you said, don't support the business. But if I come into a store and there's signs that clearly tell me that I have to wear a mask, you don't come in there without a mask and then curse a person out because they yeah. say something. Oh, yeah. well, you know, there's I, a sign there. They're telling you what it is. So either you're going to do it or you're not. You don't want to do it, don't come in there. I usually wait for someone. Uh, I mean, because, well, I'm not I wait for someone. I mean, if someone says something, because even the store I work at, like, after June 15th, they still kept the overhead 
thing saying you need mask and the signs up so they didn't take nothing down so mm-hmm. some place i mean I, i've been in some places like well, i mean if, if i have my mask with me and i'm going into a place initially yeah when i first walk into a place i'm going to wear the mask now if if it's a place that i'm comfortable in being without the mask then i'll take it off yeah, at exactly. some point or yeah. if you know for whatever reason but when i initially go into anywhere vac- you know even though i'm vaccinated i still walk in with a mask I went into the Holy Cow with a mask, and I didn't. I didn't have it on the entire night, but yeah, I walked well, in with it. And when times when I, you know, times when I wasn't drinking, you know, a drink, yeah, I kept it on my face. And that's just—is that just your personal preference? Well, it's just my personal preference because I mean, I'm well, I'm a germaphobe. And I, was like, and, and I was like that before the I pandemic. I don't blame you in the Holy Cow, especially. And, and I was like that before the pandemic. So imagine. A pandemic coming about for somebody like me, it, it made yeah. it worse. So I, I mean, yeah, I guess I don't, I don't go to nightclubs uh, uh, really, and anyway. I haven't been since I was a lot younger. So maybe that make, yeah, they, they, you, it's, it's definitely, the, definitely the not whole thing be the about nightclubs is touch and feel, man. So yeah, it's uh, definitely not going to be the cleanest place you're going to walk into. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, so having this thing, and. uh and then the climate change people walked by. That's a different vibe right there, man. Climate change, what do you think about that, man? I think that we are doing things to this planet to 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 uh to damage it. I think that um we've definitely done like a lot of damage to the ozone layer. And, you know, that's you know, it's not it's it's not leading to be a good thing for the environment. Um, I think we need to learn to take better care of this planet that we have to be on. Because we don't have anywhere else to go. I mean, we, we haven't exactly colonized Mars or Jupiter or something. That we know, so, yeah. So that we can go and, and, and live there. And I mean, even then, it's still not this Earth that yeah. we were put on. So it, we need to take care of where we are. Well, yeah, because if we colonize Mars, that becomes a trash dump, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if if even if we colonize another planet, and then what's to say we won't do the same thing that we yeah. did to this one? So, uh, and then there was a uh, thing before I got here. I was listening to the show. It gave me some couple things to think of. Hmm. It said uh, compassion of responders instead of police and hmm. less policing uh, were some things that came to mind. And I, yeah, see, that's why I don't fit into really many. Uh, Politics, I, like a, a conservative group, so I felt more conservative. But at the same time, I ain't gonna get along with a lot of people because I don't love or hate uh, police. They don't come up with a plan. We never come up with a plan. I think that there are well, you know what? There, there's there's good and bad people on in in almost every, any and every group. Yeah. Any and every race. Any and every occupation you think we need social social worker type people instead like and less police i think in some instances it that they could help i think that well i mean it's fine when you have i feel like it's fine when you have police officers who are well trained and who know how to de-escalate situations or and or handle different types of pressure when they're out on a job but when you have ones that don't know how to do that then it just leads to a problem. And I think that there may be other people who are more qualified. I mean, especially when you're dealing with somebody with a mental illness. I think that there are other people who are maybe more qualified to deal with those people than a police officer. You know, have they had training 
you know, to deal with people with mental illnesses and the different types of mental illnesses because their response nine times out of ten is going to be one where they're, you know, they're going to respond with those guns or respond with those billy clubs and batons. Well, always makes you respond with some kind of measure that that's gonna that may do some sort of physical harm or cause some kind of hurt to a person. Whereas maybe a, a social worker can recognize the signs and the triggers of somebody who's schizophrenic or, um, you know, whatever other kind of mental illness that there is. And they'll actually, they can actually effectively get in there, diagnose the situation, address that person that need to, they need to be the way they need to be addressed so that they can de-escalate that. The way as a police, a lot of times because of the techniques that they know, or their, you know, whatever, you know, whatever's going on with them in that moment, they have a, a tendency sometimes to escalate the situation, and then the income, the 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 end, the end result is somebody having to go to jail, somebody dying, or somebody getting the crap beat out of them, or all of those things. No matter what, they always come at you kind of intimidating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, oh, you didn't follow my command, and you know, I with mean, all due with all due respect, I mean, I do understand that when a law enforcement officer gives you a command that you are supposed to follow, yeah. but at the same time, you know. And excuse my language, excuse my means for saying this, but who the fuck are you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we ain't. I, wait, yeah, I'm a grown like, man. My taxes pay your salary. Who are you? Yeah. Uh, and if you're going to come at me like I that. I mean, that it, sucks you know, that it really, really doesn't matter. I, I've realized that, that a while ago that that whole my taxes pay you thing. Yeah, that doesn't mean it, shit. It, it doesn't mean anything. It, it doesn't should. mean anything. It should, but it doesn't. Well, because... Uh, uh, the the people that take your taxes pay for them. So it's just they, we live in this this weird society. Yeah. It's not our taxes. It's the people that take. Uh, I mean, we don't pay them. The people that take our money. Yeah, pay them. Pay them but I mean, there's but no, the point is, no is you know, they're supposed to be public servants. Yeah. And I mean, how how much of a public servant are you when I'm a member of the public and you're you'll beat the shit out of me before you'll. You know, and then well, it depends how they analyze you. Yeah, because I've had so much harassment um, back in the day, and set up on so much stuff uh, that they they just look at how they know how to deal with you. Because I'm not, I wasn't very good with talking to police. Well, yeah, and that was the entire issue, I believe. Like, uh, I'm nervous for one thing, and then now I'm like, and you're oh, gonna you, be nervous because you don't know what the hell they're gonna do to yeah, you. Yeah, are you are you what drugs are you on? And, and not. Are you? It's what drugs are you like? Uh, tell us what drugs you're on. We're gonna arrest you. It's like, you know, but you can't tell someone. You can't talk to someone like that. It loves police. No, and, and, and expect for them and to trust someone, the police. Someone hates police. They're not gonna. They're not in the right mindset either. Because you're just coming with hate. It's like let's talk about this, bro. Yeah, I've had an officer do that to me before. Like I, I got pulled over. I guess he said I. I don't know. Made an illegal turn or something. But I mean, the thing was, is I I was in a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working, I'm out in the field working, yeah. and I'm in a place I don't, I'm not familiar with the neighborhood. I'm trying to find an address, so maybe I wasn't, you know, I wasn't paying attention to that I couldn't turn because I'm just looking around for where I have to go, and then of course I'm nervous from getting pulled over because I'm yeah, in a city I... that I'm that is not my own. You're pulling me over. I don't know what you're gonna do. Well, you're on drugs or something? No. I'm nervous because you pulled me over and I don't know what you're going to do. And also, I'm in a city that I'm not familiar with and I'm trying to find some place. I don't know where I am. And I'm trying to find some yeah, place. I mean, All of that factors into it. I'm not just. I mean, I'm on drugs. turn once because it was the last turn before uh, the next town. So mm-hmm. they followed me so much. Oh, wow. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this turn right here. Uh, because they were following me throughout the whole town. 
And I'm just like, I'm going to take this turn right here. And it turned out to be an illegal turn. I just wanted to get off me for a little bit. Yeah. Bro, this is your entire job right now. Just follow me. <laughs> well, they had, obviously, that whatever town it was, they had nothing better to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. It's like no, no solutions for anything. Just fight, fight, fight. Okay, at least, yeah. So, uh, let's, uh, let's, okay, uh, well, this is, just, if this was your last word, to, uh, to, which would put everything out there, and I won't play, uh, uh, one, one of your songs here. Uh, okay, well, um, just to let everybody know, um, if you are interested in checking out more of my music, or, you know, just finding out more about me as an artist, me as a person, you can check out my YouTube channel, which is Fluid420. You can also uh, find me on Instagram and Twitter under at uh, Fluid001. You can find my music on SoundCloud at Fluid001. You can also find um, my music on most of the major, you know, streaming and, or you know, you know, digital media platforms like Apple Music, yeah. uh, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify yeah. Deezer, you name it. I've got stuff out there. I got a good, like, at least 12 to 13 singles out. Um, working on more new stuff. Going to be putting yeah. out some more stuff soon. Going to be putting out an EP. Uh, two EPs, actually. Uh, a solo EP, just me, and an, a collaborative EP with uh, Cletus Cassidy, which is a guy that I put out the uh, outside song with. And I've got other projects in the works with uh, various other producers and artists, so... Stay tuned for that, and um, just want to thank you again for having me on the show, and for you know giving me an opportunity to, you know, to talk to you and talk about my album, talk about uh, my life in general, and yes, my views man, on different on. things. Thank you for, for giving me the platform. I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we can do this again. Man, there's so much stuff we could talk about. Dang, like that. Oh man, like what's only fans is like disappearing and uh yeah and, that, uh, and that's crazy like because the base you i mean from my understanding of only fans yeah. the basis of it was like that adult content so now so, you're not gonna do I, it so. okay so i feel we should we should get out to uh she can get it she can, we should okay because that that fits that i think i think i think we should now she can get it that's a collaboration between me and uh a very good uh Friend of mine, also a very talented rapper and producer, one half of the mechanics. Oh, I like the mechanics. Thorax. So, check it out. In between the sheets, nigga, that's between us. Blue strip hundreds, red by the pills. Cooking in the jar, finalizing deals. All about the business, just like moi. Me, her, and money, menage a trois. Keep the bills paid, got the car washed. Tongue in the ear, fingers in the sauce. Levels to the shit, ask me, Millie. I'm blessed, million dollar girl like Nikki. Got her own money, got her own crib, got her own car. She can get it. Freaky flying independent. Anytime she wanted, she know she can get it. No makeup, a million dollar smile. Baby, you a star. She can get it. 
Super sexy and she know that she the shiznit. She turned me on cause she all about her business. And it's soft in a rose with silken blouse. And all she gotta do is smile. She might get you aroused. Independent corporate living, but she blow that loud. Love her, have a good time and stand out from the crowd. And I ain't mad at the way that she do her thing. She ain't jab this little fuck. She's a straight up queen. I mean, all the rest of you bopping, she just quit. She's a bad chick. Y'all can't compete and that's it. She just leaves ahead of y'all style and got class. Hips, lips, money, and power, and much ass. Not to mention just a dash of sass. And when it come to making love, she's in her own damn class. She got that good, good. Bound to turn your wood into splinters. If you get her on your team, you definitely got a winner. She's a top pick player and a ratchet here. No doubt about it, got a name of boss chick of the year. Yeah. Got her own money. Got her own crib. Got her own car. She can get it. Freaky flight independent. Anytime she wants it, she knows she can get it. No makeup, a million dollar smash, baby, you a star, she can get it. Super sexy and she know that she the shiznit. it. She turned me on cause she all about her business. Bad, 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 bad girl. Trying to draw her into my world. She got the model type moves with a look to match. And she love her so hard, all about those racks. And she graduated college, so the head is awesome. A million dollar project, ask Richard Dawson. And the price is right, and I'm one lucky motherfucker since she came in my life. She don't need 